Hi, folks. Welcome back to Buddha's Warriors. Uh, welcome back, everybody, and first-time listeners as well. Today, I'm going to be talking about my depression a little bit deeper than I've talked about it before. Also, I just want to let everybody know, um, if you want to read this script, I do have it posted up on my Facebook page, my Buddha's Warriors Facebook page. Uh, you can read it on there if, if you want to. Every day, I fight to be the best man that I can be. I try to push myself to new limits while also trying to take note on what is happening to my body while doing such. Taking chances with illness is challenging and it's a very touch and go situation. So just because I was able to walk a mile yesterday doesn't mean I'll be able to do the same today. And just because walking may have got me dizzy the day before, and may have thrown me into a vertigo session, doesn't mean that's going to happen to me the next time. To accept life change is understandable. But to accept a change that is never-ending is maddening at times, during a lot of times. My illness is very painful all day, every day, every minute of my day. My illness leads me to seclusion um, many of my days. It leaves me feeling inadequate and less than healthy on most of my days. It is a constant turn of events that are constantly changing on the drop of a dime. And always, it seems, they're at the most unexpected times as you could ever imagine. The unexpected, unknowing, guilt, uh, and whatever else falls into this category of dealing with multiple sclerosis, it has kind of fed and grew another symptom. And that symptom is depression. Depression, like many things, is different and unique to every one of its holders. And... It may come in many forms, from chronic to mild to manic to isolated. My depression was titled chronic. It was deep and dark, very hateful and very hard not to show to the people I love so much in my life. Not that I was trying to hide my depression ever from anyone, but I also knew how it made me feel. And knew how this life-changing illness made my loved ones feel as well. So I simply did not and do not ever want to add any more hurt, sadness, or darkness on my friends and beautiful family who don't deserve this and never asked for this either. Depression set deep in my mind and controlled me for quite many years. Again, I love my family, and I would never do anything to hurt them. During the worst of times, I still didn't want anything to do with them, and I wanted nothing to do with anybody else or anything in general. I just wanted to be left alone. I didn't know what to do. I had such a dark feeling. I never had dark feelings in my life like this. It was all so new to me. 
I wondered all the time if people were judging me because I knew my personality has changed overnight. You know, the once happy, joyful, always smiling to all of a sudden an emotionless smirk here and there is a huge change for anyone to witness without any judging or without any doubt. Everyone in my world were more than understanding during these times. They never pushed for me to talk. They never pushed for me to have the answers. And this to me was huge. I knew that they understood. And I also knew they understood that I had kind of knew but didn't know what was going on in my new world. So they believed in my own words instead of believing in the textbook answers, which most people get from doctors and online. And again, those are just generic answers. They're not answers for me or for anyone else. My depression didn't sneak up on me um, by any way, yet instead it imploded my world one day out of nowhere. I knew I was sad for the burden I thought I had become. Um, not for being there, or for not being there, I should say, uh, financially, for my wife um, and our partnership, our partnership as a couple. Again, all the uncertain minutes, hours, and days in my upcoming newly diagnosed life play another huge part in this illness I call depression. When I was first diagnosed with MS, I did not know how to feel. I did not know how to act. I did not know how to react. And I never knew what would be my next step and how I would feel about it. Doctors uh, went from telling me it was all in my head to the symptoms weren't real or that I would be in a wheelchair and be uh, bound for death in a few years. And I'm sure this all added up to my upcoming illness of depression. So much played a factor in this illness. I just started to live like the man I always had wanted to be. I used to be reliable, trustworthy, the guy that everyone would come to for problem solving. I was the now a totally different man. I was now the man that I wanted to be when I knew what other people wanted. I knew my wife deserved her life partner to be that man. Then multiple, multiple sclerosis came along. It took away all of my uh, course of being. It left me with nothing. It left me angered. It left me confused. It left me sad and feeling very, very defeated. It saddens me whenever I am the center of attention because of what I have. People, please realize your sympathy is just another way for me to feel judged because I know you don't know my reasons and my actions because they are hidden from you. So I feel like I'm a downer in people's lives. 
I hate feeling this way. I want to be the guy, you know, that makes you feel up on life and makes you want to smile anytime that I'm near. I feel bad because many of those times and many times at family gatherings that we always have, it's always a nice time that we're having and then out of nowhere I'll get a flare up and it stops all the fun instantly, puts me the center of attention again that I don't want to be because of my illness. I feel like I'm causing drama, that I'm making everyone look at me, oh, look how sick I am. Then I have to go find a quiet place to lay down, calm myself down with uh, ice packs on top of me because I'm overheating and have heat sensitivity issues going on. The time in a room I have alone trying to heal my wounds make me feel even more guilty because I know how I have shifted the whole party's mood from fun to very concerned. Although, again, I am grateful for every single person in my life and I appreciate their concern more than they'll ever know. It just sucks and it saddens me more than you can ever figure out seeing all those faces that were once smiling with major concern on them now, all because of me. Doctors have their hands full, and I am very grateful for the ones who take their work to heart and the ones that go the extra mile to get the real answers to help people get the best quality of life um, that we can while battling any illness or disease. On my way through this journey, I encountered both types of passive and aggressive doctors, loving the few that I have in my life right now, but finding them was a whole new story. Again, I know doctors have a job to do, and um, they have a lot on their plate, especially nowadays, but they also could still have some couth while doing so. Many of them, before my diagnosis, were just the passive type who dealt with me as a number, not a person. Um, this I know also was part of leading me to my depression, um, because no one was taking me serious, especially these doctors. After all, putting all of my trust into these professionals that I tend to take very serious and take their words to heart, um, was disheartening because they didn't want to hear what I had to say. Um, so hearing from them tell me that I was fine and hearing from them, I was wasting their time because I was so healthy and I was so young. Um, it just, it was heartbreaking and just went on and on from there. It made me feel and think I was truly going insane and making this all up in my head. I felt like I was in a haze and life was a still black and white movie on eight millimeter film that was bouncing up and down. It was cold, dark, and blurry, with no sound and absolutely no hope. I never quit asking my questions. I was never afraid of firing doctors. I was always looking for a new way to check on my health. I fight every day. I fought every day to always better my health. And while fighting, needing to keep my sharpest of weapons handy at all times, which would be my brain, I realized after a while and finally ditching the bad doctors from my life and dealing with depression for years, being in diagnosis 
of it, my family doctor finally would talk to my wife and I, and he looked at me and said, you are depressed and you should be. He went on to say, with all that I'm going through and all that I've seen with the doctors of denial, that I should be and would be very depressed. He put me on a medication immediately, and we monitored it for a while. Beforehand, I was very scared. I was sitting in dark, in complete silence, to deaden my fears of all my anxiety and depression that was running through my head like a manic psycho killer um, running through my body. I wanted little or nothing to do with anyone because I truly hated who I had now become. Depression left me with no appetite and only sadness. I had no emotion at all. I showed no emotion at all. I was one face, one emotion for years. I went from doctor to doctor every day. Although I had to do it, it did not help either way. It never helped going to the doctor and having them remind you of how sick you are. And then after saying how sick you are, saying that it's in your head. My depression took me to new lows that I would never imagine seeing in my life. It brought me with the numbing of all my feelings. I was never happy. I was never sad. I was never funny. I was never serious. My face was literally frozen for years with an expression that I can never tell you what it was, but I could tell you I would never, ever want to have a vision of it again. I was 100% emotionless for many years before being treated and recognized for my chronic depression. Since this diagnosis and since getting me on the right meds and the right dosages, I also have incorporated many things into my life to reduce my depression down to um, all-time lows for me. Um, to witness such deep, dark moments for so long, not seeing any light at all, um, in sight for myself and then to be all of a sudden in such a good place um, as I am right now is truly 100% a miracle in itself. Besides my meds, I found many ways to do things um, to help control my depression. I have tried many things before and some of these things as well before. Without uh, any help of medication, they were kind of close to impossible to do. Um, I have learned to meditate. It's a great way to keep in touch with my inner self, my true being, and let it under be understood that I am here um, to mean no harm to my body, just good. Meditation comes in many forms and is as personal as you want to get. Or you could just do it as a good time to unwind and let go of your daily troubles for a while. You can go to meditation class through your yoga teacher. Or you could do self-meditation uh, by using one of the many apps that are out there. They're all free. Um, meditation is just uh, a fantastic way 
to let your mind be free, let your mind build itself with strength of understanding and of knowing that you are there for it. You want it to be healthy and you want it to be strong. Meditate as long as you want and as often as you feel. Um, as long as you're feeling calm and your energy levels are strengthening and lengthening, then you're doing good for yourself. Uh, your days in health will always start rising better than they ever have, little by little, if you keep incorporating more meditation into your life. If you feel you don't have enough discipline um, yet to do self-meditation, you can always try another great form. It's called guided meditation. Guided meditation is a yoga teacher teaching you through serene visions of your own thoughts. Your teacher knows how to guide you and relax you to put you in a conscious yet very close sleep of awareness to your body. It helps you guide your inner soul to serenity and safety for helping you understand you have always a safe place inside of yourself to run to in times of anger, in times of pain, and in times of anything that you fear. You always have that safe place to go inside of yourself when you need to calm yourself down for thinking or when you just need to reset the patient bu patience button in your life. Going to sound immersions is the same thing. The sound immersion concerts, you lie on the ground as a guru will play chimes all around your body. Tahitian bowls, drums, rain sticks, and other nature-like sounds will just um, fill your body, helping you relieve your stress, letting it go, letting your depression, your anxiety go, and just making your body become free and just immersed in the energy of nature's sound. Nature's sound will relax you and put you in a visual of your own mind, your own mind releasing all these bad things from your life, all these depression, anxieties, arguments will all just suddenly disappear and this picture will be painted in your mind of a clear, serene you. Life with a much deeper meaning and your health will be in such a better, a better way and a better um, being as well. Again, if you'd rather do this at your home, there's so many apps on the phone to do it. Um, look in your store, and there's a lot of good, really good guided meditations. I also use music as an escape. Music is um, a wonderful escape. You use it your own choices, of course, that um, speak to you. Um, for me, the music that I relate to, I relate to its lyrics. Or this message, I'm a firm believer that music is therapy, and I'm a firm believer that it does have the power to heal our mind. It helps us understand ourselves, our problems, and our surroundings a lot more when you hear somebody else talking in the same tone as you want to. I write a lot. I write my feelings down. If they're good or bad, it doesn't matter. It depends. Sometimes I will burn the bad ones and release them from my being letting them be uplifted and gone. I will show my gratitude by writing a thank you letter to myself for allowing the strength and trust in myself to let these things go. Other times I write poetry, and it could be either dark or happy poetry. To share or not to share doesn't matter with everybody or nobody. Um, everyone or no one, it doesn't matter. It's just there. Um, 
There is no wrong way to release this. You're releasing it as you write it or as you burn it. Or if you just want to rip it up, put it through a shredder, cut it with scissors, cut it with a knife. As long as you do whatever you're doing and it feels right to you, you are releasing that issue that, that you're, you're writing down on. Depression comes in many shapes and forms. Um, it's very unique to every person who holds it. How you choose to battle it is completely up to you. Nobody knows it better than you do. Nobody knows your body better than you do. Do what you need to do to make you feel better. And do what you need to do that what is best for you, not what is best for anybody else and not what is best from whatever you're reading. Do what you believe you need to do. Believe in yourself. You and only you hold this key, the very important key, to unlock your road and taking you away from all of your demons. I want to thank everybody for listening today um, on a very important subject to me, which is the depression and anxiety. Please, if you need help, talk to a friend, talk to um, a loved one, go to a professional. There's nothing wrong with speaking up about depression or anxiety. Um, I have both um, psychologists and psychologies. Uh, I couldn't say the word right, but psychologist and psychi- psychiatric help. And um, they do. They do wonders. Um, so please reach out to somebody if you're having any issues that you can't control yourself. You can even reach out to me if you want. That's fine. I have many people I talk to in confidence and um, words will never leave my mouth to another person's ears when I, when I listen to other people's stories. So until then, folks, um, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Love each other. Love yourself. And have a great day. Thank you for listening.